it's like the Hispanic kind of culture, you know, the women stay home and, and do this and that while the men work, like the women provide, cook food, all this stuff. And I, I, I didn't want to do that. And so it was my senior year after graduation, I just went behind my parents' back and <laughs> did it. I signed oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, I told them I was working and I was just hanging out with my recruiter, getting things done. I went down to MEPS, I got processed in and I was given the date and maybe like a week or two before I left, uh, I was packing up, putting things away and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I ship out. <laughs> no way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, so it, have they forgiven you since then or are they good with it now? Um, they're proud of me now. Okay. They're not happy the moment of. Diana, you're a U.S. Navy veteran, MMA fighter, much more. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your time. I so appreciate you. Of course. It's been, it was a fun journey. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, nice. I love to go back with my guests. If you watch my show, I like to have their audience kind of realize that the folks that I have on my show are just real people. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Well, childhood was pretty rough. Not the roughest like most people. Um, yeah. I have four brothers. I have okay. four sisters, two brothers, so I came from a big family. Nice. I'm exactly in the middle. Um, my dad was always working. He always did landscape work, so he was always gone. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, my older brother, he dropped out of high school to work. And then my sister, uh, Tina, who was pretty much like my second mom, okay. um, when she went to high school, she dropped out because my mom got sick when I was younger. So she gave up her schooling and college and everything to, to raise us. Wow. So the only people that have graduated so far is my sister, Kim, and myself. Um, mm. My little brother dropped out when I was in the military. So I got a letter saying he dropped out to work to help the house. Wow. And so now that's left us. My two little sisters are in school. The third one's now going to graduate hopefully soon. And then I have the youngest one that's striving to graduate as well. Come on. Oh, that's awesome. What I mean, cool story. I mean, I, talk about sacrifices. I mean, that's unbelievable that your sister would do that and and your brother as well there. You know, when did you decide to join the Navy? And what was the motivation to go that route? Well, I was always told no. So I always wanted to like wrestle and do things because I was always waiting, like hanging out with the guys. Yeah. And always playing with my brother and with the guys like I was never into like Barbies and stuff like that go figure and right. um one day my mom I was like I want to wrestle but then when I wrestled I was like I saw a recruiter and then she just like wouldn't stop hounding down on me and I told her no my parents aren't really fond of it and then they show me videos and stuff and then I got tired of being told no and the always excuse was it's because you're a girl mm. no because girls don't do this no because girls don't do that um, it's like the Hispanic kind of culture, you know, the women stay home and, and do this and that while the men work, like the women provide, cook food, all this stuff. And I, I, I didn't want to do that. And so it was my senior year after graduation, I just went behind my parents' back and <laughs> did it. I signed oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, I told them I was working and I was just hanging out with my recruiter, getting things done. I went down to MEPS, I got processed in and I was given the date and maybe like a week or two before I left, uh, I was packing up, putting things away and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I ship out. <laughs> no way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so it, have they forgiven you since then or are they good with it now? 
Um, they're proud of me now. Okay. They're not happy the moment of because like they had to drop me off at the recruiting office. Yeah. My sister Tina was there. She was very supportive. She was like, you know, have fun. Go to you. Yeah. I'm proud. Go prove them wrong. Um, my mom or dad were kind of more like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no way. <laughs> that's crazy so i mean i've talked to a lot of veterans on my show and always the interesting question and the answer just varies so much but what was that transition like for you to go from soldier to civilian did you struggle with that or was it a pretty smooth transition for you it sucked yeah it was rough like i i i'm so used to having like a structure and a, like a precise schedule mm. and when you get out like everything's gone like you don't have to be at a specific place at a specific time to do a specific thing right um you change all the time so like a certain uniform of the day um you don't have to wear like a pt outfit or like it's not dressed uniforms and then when you're home it's like you just wake up and that's it you, you wake up and just do you and yeah. it, it gets very depressing and lonely and like you just you feel crazy sometimes like you're mm. just so isolated so alone and it, it sucks yeah. and something that i wish they would prepare people that go in and then come back out like going in is one thing because you're learning something new and it's a new schedule it's a new lifestyle but when you come back you go back to where you were before but it's so much different because you got used to a new lifestyle and they don't teach you that when you come back really yeah I, I hear that answer quite a bit and it's it's a sad thing to see you know um, when when you guys are struggling with that because uh, again I'm just so thankful for you and your service and, and what you've done for this country how did you or who did you who introduced you to MMA and how did you get involved in that thing then so MMA was always in the back of my head it okay. started off with wrestling in high school shout out coach Flock. Yeah. <laughs> nice um in Ferndale I ran into um, a wrestling coach his name was Caleb Schlack and he was I think he was running to like a gym class like he was gonna go with weights or something and I stopped him I was like you get a wrestling coach He's like yeah try out and walked away <laughs> okay and then, um, so I did basketball my freshman year and I quit my sophomore year because I, I wanted to do wrestling, but my parents said no. Basketball sucked because it was like mostly like all the preppy girls there and okay. like it was weird. So I quit my <laughs> sophomore year and then junior year, I decided to pick up sports and I did wrestling. And then when I got more into wrestling and I started to learn the, the technique and everything behind it, then I opened up MMA more. And I was just hooked on MMA because I just started seeing the, the wrestling evolve in it. After I graduated, like it was over, like wrestling was done. And then when I got out of the military, I was like still working out, mm -hmm. but I want, I loved competing. I loved getting out there and kind of proving people wrong. And I was looking for a local gym and I couldn't find one. I found one, but then that kind of went downhill for a bit. So I have my new team with my new coach and since then, it's been amazing, and I loved it, and I'll never look back. I, It's just so fun. Yeah. Is the goal to go pro, and do you kind of have a timeline on that, or are you just kind of going with the flow for right now? Uh, I do plan to go pro. I have so many, like, goals right now that I want to do, and one of them is to go pro and make it big, like, make a statement that I can be one of the best out there. Yeah. It just sucks when you're an amateur, and – everybody's kind of like gun blazing in no matter where you're at it's not really technical it's not really um either a puzzle piece as they say totally. like when you yeah. see fighters and stuff like that it's like all puzzle piece or they both have a game plan it's like a 
chess like they move one place and one another as like amateur people either just go gun blazing or they don't go gun blazing right this is really annoying yeah Um, and they just do either one thing or they do multiple weird things and just and then the judging is always like of people's butts pro or not so (laughs) yeah oh my god i want to slap them all right Um, my last two fights before this one were very 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 controversial Mm. uh i don't even consider them losses i really don't yeah Um, this one yeah i'll take my loss that sucked uh nerves definitely got the best of me and that's something i definitely want to learn work on especially with like there's so many things that went wrong but it's part of the game it's literally the game so it's just something you got to learn to adapt and just move forward yeah absolutely now how did you i saw that you have a nickname and i i don't even know how to pronounce it but how did you get this nickname and, and what does it mean Unca preta. that's yeah. what it uh so my coach right now his name is john john Espedilla, <laughs> and he took me under his wing and his wife was like amazing enough to like give me the blessing to be coached by him because he stopped for a long time and then I kind of appeared and he goes, I want to coach her. Okay. So I was very lucky. We worked a lot on meditation, deep breathing, like all that stuff other than just fighting. Cause I know it's like very mental as well. Totally. And with like meditation and stuff, we meditate a lot and do a lot of visualization. And then to get my nickname, it was first anomaly. And that was kind of a name my old coach threw out of the blue. Like he just whipped it out of his butt. Like, here, <laughs> yeah. boom. Uh huh. And I was like, okay, sure, I'll go with it. Normally, really? <laughs> um, to be honest, when I got that one, I was like, this sucks. Because right. I was watching adventures, and all I think about is like, look at the anomaly right there. And like, there I am. Um, right. <laughs> so then we kind of scratched that out. I was like, this is annoying. Like, let's yeah. take it off. Right. And so we finally, like, stopped and we have a professor that he like sees his providers train or his athletes train and he'll wait to get a name for them and if you prove yourself then you're given the nickname and that's how you're introduced and so one day on one of my heart conditioning sessions my coach was like let's meditate let's hold hands like we're just, i'm gonna pass the energy to you and i'm sitting there like i don't want any energy from you because you usually kick my butt or like torture me with more conditioning like i don't want any of this yeah and he was like no no i got a present for you you'll you're pretty i'm ready you're ready i'm like i don't want presents every present you say it's conditioning or i'm puking or i'm dying or i don't want it i i, I straight up told him i don't want it and he goes sit down hold my hand yeah and he told me it was a color and an animal and just to close my eyes, breathe and visualize it, whatever animal or color comes into my head. When he asks me when it is, you know, I'll say it. So we wait like 10 minutes meditating. And then I tried visualizing my fight, but I couldn't, like my brain was going black. Mm. It was really irritating to me. So I tried visualizing my head for like 10 minutes and I'd see the setup and then black. And then so we finished meditating and I was pissed because he goes, you see, and I was like, well, I couldn't see anything. It was black. And he goes, so is that your color? I go, well, then yeah, black, because I couldn't see anything. And he goes, what's the animal? And then me being my stubborn kind of want to get over itself, I was like, first animal black. I love eagles. Eagles are black, white head. So I go, eagle, just out of the blue. And he goes, D, stop lying to yourself. You're just guessing. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm guessing. 
<laughs> then yeah. so you go your eyes, meditate, really just close it. You'll see it. So I was like, fine, I'll close my eyes. I close my eyes and then like two minutes go by and it went from just close to, oh, no. Mm. And I got scared. Uh, what I ended up seeing was like in the pitch darkness, a face of a black jaguar comes walking towards me and like puffs out like that weird breath. Yeah. I looked at him and I was like, no, no. And he goes, what is it? I was like, I don't want it. <laughs> and then he's like say the animal and I go jaguar and he goes that's it so through meditation and our energies crossing back and forth um we were able to she was able to translate uncapreta which means black jaguar okay to, and which is weird it's like black jaguars are so rare they're kind of an anomaly to everything else which goes back to my original nickname right and I was like Okay. There we yep. go. Totally creepy. <laughs> and that's why I got it. After blood, sweat, tears, puking, frustration, tears, and then him saying, I got a present for you, and me denying that present because I didn't want it. <laughs> right. Oh, that's hilarious. I was noticing on your Instagram profile that you've got first form listed in your Instagram yeah. profile. Like, how did you get connected with those guys? Um, when I was in the military, I was tired of being fat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's a saying that when you go into the military, the skinny ones gain weight and the, like, the bigger ones lose weight, which okay. is a thousand percent true. If you are very tiny, when you join the military, you're going to gain weight. And I weighed in going in like 125, 127, and I came out like 152. Okay. Yeah, I was wow. a fat kid. Um, <laughs> so after like boot camp and stuff, I had to go to school and I still couldn't really go to the gym because they're focused on your school until you get to your first command or your first duty station. And then I finally got to my first duty station and it was still a mess for the first few weeks. And then I finally got to a gym, but I knew nothing about nutrition, like zero. Mm. Like, all I know was vegetables, fruit, meat, chicken, fish. Maybe I, 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 like, I didn't even know eggs were protein at that time. So I started looking through online and I was looking at like how to like meal prep, how to do this and stuff. And then out of nowhere, some first form Instagram thing came up and I was like, oh, that looks cool. I clicked it and then it was like a video of like their contest they host all the time, like their first form athlete search stuff. And I was like, what the heck is this? And then they just take average people that just literally work hard, put in the work and just be them. Like if they want a dream or a goal, they just push themselves to do it. And yeah. I, love that. I ended up talking to one of them and then I ended up having to communicate more back and forth. I tried their product and it's freaking awesome. It's so good. Uh, I can be a fatty off that stuff for all I care. Amazing. Sure. Um, I ended up talking to one of my uh, coaches, Jake, and he just pretty much is guiding me throughout everything. I've entered their contest a few times now. I did it again this year, their first form athlete search and their, what is it, summer, spring, summer challenge, spring challenge, one of those challenges. Don't know. But it's yeah. like an eight challenge they have. And it's just eight weeks of just putting in work. And it's so actually so fun to see so many stories and seeing so many average people actually transform and push themselves to a whole new level of things. Yeah. Uh, and with first form, the way how they are, they're so family oriented. Like even if you fall back, they're just like, it's okay. Just, it's okay. You're good. You're good. Just get back up, dust it yeah. off and 
you gone. So I really love that. And they're so friendly and they could be, they couldn't be the best people and supplement company to go with when it involves like my training and stuff as well. Now your profile also says Obat is the motto. What, what does that mean? One bite at a time. There we go. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I all the time he goes when it's really hard, when it's difficult, uh, he says like a little phrase. I forgot exactly what the phrase was, but he always ends it with one bite at a time. Mm. So no matter how big something is or how small something is to get to the end of it, it's just one bite at a time. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, and I'm big on discipline in regards to, you know, waking up early and kind of setting that tone for the day. You being a Navy, obviously definitely disciplined. What things do you do to kind of help you start your day off right and be successful for the day? It's sometimes it's hard. It's hard to do that sometimes because when I got out, I got sick. Like, um, so every day is a challenge for me as per se. Um, I may look normal and I may look average, but it's like behind the scenes, no one knows what happens. So I have to wake up maybe around 4, 4.30 in the morning to actually get up at 5, 5.30 to do training in the beginning, in the morning. Um, it just depends though of how my body is because some days my body wants to cooperate and sometimes it doesn't. And uh, it sucks because I don't know what it's like every day. One days I'm like golden. I can do anything I want. Other times I can't even get dressed. Um, so it just, it just depends really on how each day I wake up and how my body feels. It's very unknown. Interesting. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I wanted to uh, transition to some fun questions here. If you watch the show, I've got these things called pod decks. So it's just random questions, man. I'm going to pull one out here. We'll see what happens. Uh, this one says, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Rice. White rice. White rice. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, I think you've posted some pictures of dogs. How many dogs do you have? I have two dogs. I have a German Shepherd, who's my service dog, and I have a Siberian Husky, who's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I have a chocolate lab that's just, just a year old. We just got her about a month ago and she's, she's awesome, except for she's not least trained. So we get her outside and she just decides to drag us. So we're, we're in training right now for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was, that's Athena Nova. Yep. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about fighting? The progress. Okay. Like win or lose is like, and once you're done with the competing or once you learn something new, it's like you could, you, you never knew you could do that. Yeah. Um, so the progress is my favorite okay. um, in competition or out competition. If you do something that you couldn't do like four or five months ago and you just ought to suddenly do it with ease, you're just like, I could do that. Like, I didn't know I could do that. Or in a fight, like you see your last fight compared to this fight, you're like, dang, who is that? Right. that that's my favorite. That's yeah. my favorite. I love it. Uh, me being a music guy, I love to ask the question, like, what's a favorite type of music for you? Or do you have a favorite band or group that you like to listen to? I'm very out of the blue. Okay. Like, I'm very, uh, I, it would just depend. If it's in the car, I listen to rock, like Skillet, Thousand Foot Crutch style. Nice. Uh, if it's working out, it will probably be like some type of dubstep or like electron, electronics song kind of music, uh, some trap in there. Okay. Uh, if it's to annoy my mom, um, I'll just put really sad, like violin music. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I won't listen to at all, though, is mariachi. Anything mariachi. Yeah. That's a no-go. Okay. 
So if I see someone with like a mariachi outfit, I'm going to go up to them and probably throw a tomato. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> just get it on video. I love that. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. Uh, why don't you just give you an opportunity to Diana to give a shout out to coaches, teammates, sponsors, anything like that. The, the camera's all yours. I want to give a shout out to my girl, Alicia. I love you for being there. Always there supporting me. Coach John and coach and Keisha, his wife. Thank you guys for allowing me to be a part of team Redline and just shout out to coach Eddie. Thank you for opening your gym for me and letting me go train there. Um, you a savage, your team's a savage and uh, first form. Thank you. First form for just being a great product to supply me with energy and allow me to recover in the way I do. And just everybody out there that supports me, like I appreciate it. And I'll bring on a next show. I'll bring on a bigger show, a bloody show, like always. And I, can't wait. So good. Diana, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Thank you for your service. It's such an honor to have you on my show. Really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good thank day. Thank you so man. much for watching the show today. I appreciate it. If you could, please leave a rating and review on our Apple podcast. The link is down below. That helps us get our message out, get the show out, helps us get ranked out there on the Apple podcast. Also, leave a comment below, man. I'd love to know what part of this show made the most impact on you. I respond to every comment on there. And please share this video, whether you're watching on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, please share it out. We want to make sure that we impact as many people as we can with the guests that come on my show and highlight those guests and what they've got going on and they're changing the world. So thank you so much for the time. So appreciate it. Have an awesome day.